and good morning to those uh, tuning in online. Merry Christmas! So lovely to be here celebrating. Now, I just need to let you know we're going to be doing things a little bit differently this morning for a few reasons. Uh, We found out this week, if you weren't aware, that a young person, uh, after they attended carols, um, displayed symptoms and tested positive for COVID. Uh, They were not displaying symptoms when they were here, uh, and everybody was doing the right thing. So those of our team that were considered close contacts of that child are now isolating and awaiting tests and doing all the right things, um, because we want to keep you safe, we want to keep our community safe. So uh, things are going to look a little different this morning, but we can still celebrate. We can still celebrate the birth of Jesus, we can still celebrate time together with our family, Uh, we can still celebrate all that this season means, uh, even in these strange times that we're navigating. So I do have a few quick announcements for you, uh, and then we're going to pray together, and then we're going to play you some beautiful music from our carol service. That was such a wonderful time together. So I've got some announcements ready, so uh, here we go. Remember to check in uh, on the Church Centre app, let us know you're here. If you're watching uh, from your, under your Christmas tree at home, please also check in for us and let us know that you're watching from home. If you're in a home hub, we'd be so excited to know that you're joining us to celebrate Christmas from your lounge room. I think there's some people watching in my lounge room still. Ben and I are here, but the whole rest of our family is still at home eating some... Oh, and, and uh, the little guys here as well, but <laughs> everybody else is at home eating breakfast, unwrapping presents. So uh, let us know that you're tuning in. Uh, The other thing is that there's no service tomorrow. Tomorrow is a Sunday, but there'll be no service tomorrow. That's what we regularly do. Uh, We don't meet the Sunday right after Christmas, and it'd be strange to be here today. It would be lovely, but uh, it's nice to have the day off tomorrow anyway, so we're going to do that. So the next service back will be uh, January the 2nd, so we'll all be back here for that one in the new year. And then the other exciting thing that's happening in the new year is that the young people are headed off to summer camp. Woohoo! Lots of young people in the house this morning. That's exciting. So uh, we're heading off to summer camp, and that is going to be on the 17th to the 20th. There is still plenty of time to register for that. So if you are uh, in the eligible age bracket for Ignite Youth, which is uh, grade 6, we start uh, inviting you to camp from grade 6. So grade 6 to year 12s, uh, you are all welcome to register for camp. But also, we love to um, support uh, our young people to come in all different ways. So if you'd love to sponsor a young person to come to camp, we'd love that also. So you can mark that in the offering always or um, speak to myself or Brock and let us know that you'd like to donate for a young person to come to camp. Uh, and we will gladly allocate your funds to, a, to get a, getting a young person to camp. So that's really cool. So that's coming up in the new year. Amazing. I'm going to pray for us this morning. Uh, and I'm going to pray for, uh, for all of us, uh, for those in our community who are awaiting tests uh, in, our, in our church community, but also uh, in our wider community. Um, COVID continues to keep us separated from our families, and that's uh, a big weight for people to carry, especially at this time of year. So um, why don't you stand? Because then after that, we're going to sing some songs. And I invite you to do that, uh, really get into the music, even though we'll be playing recordings. And I'm going to pray. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you that even in the midst of uncertain times, we can be sure of you, who you are. And as we look to uh, the manger, as we look to Christmas and the journey that that puts us on toward Easter and the cross, we thank you. We thank you that you're a good God who cares for us. We thank you that you love us deeply. We lift up the families in our church community, 
who are currently isolating and awaiting tests or those who are confirmed positive, and we just lift them up to you. We ask your protection. We ask your healing. And we just declare that you are a good God. We thank you that, uh, that we live in a place where uh, there are measures that keep us safe, God. And we just thank you that, uh, that regardless of what is happening, you are a good God who reigns and you are still on the throne. And so we thank you. We thank you for who you are and how you love us. And we thank you for Christmas and all that that means. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day, for this Christmas day where we celebrate the birth of a Saviour. And God, we pray this morning that the good news, the good news of Christmas would resonate deep in our hearts and it would echo in the, in the words that we speak. It would echo in this community, God, and we just thank you for the witness that Christmas is, uh, for the way that Jesus is sung about, talked about, and thought about. And God, we pray that you might use that by your Holy Spirit to bring people to, towards yourself, to bring people into a redeeming relationship with you. And so, God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for all that Christmas is and all that Christmas means, and we praise you in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Amen. Well, please grab a seat. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Great to have you with us in the room. Great to have you with us online in your lounge rooms. What a strange week it has been leading up to Christmas, and... Um, Lots of last-minute changes, and um, appreciate your patience with us as we work through all that's been happening this week. Uh, as Lauren mentioned, uh, there's a young child who's um, part of our church family uh, who's tested positive for COVID during the week, and um, also Pastor Steve has tested positive on a rapid test, and he's waiting confirmation of his results as well. So they are the POS family are all isolating this morning as well, and I'm sure you know more people as well that are isolating, close contacts, and um, this whole thing has disrupted a lot of plans and a lot of um, family get-togethers, so uh, let's be continuing to pray for our community and continuing to pray for each other um, through this time um, and continuing to lift up those who are, who are not doing well, um, whether that's in their health or in the, in the relationships. Um, that would be fantastic. Um, it's great that we've got the tech to be able to do what we've done this morning, isn't it? Um, huge thanks to the tech team for doing that week in, week out through this whole pandemic period and into the future. Um, it's enabled us to continue to meet together, continue to worship together, and it's even allowed us to make some bold plans for next year in terms of reaching more people beyond sale. Um, and so it's just super exciting. And so huge thanks to especially to Derek and Ben and the whole tech team for all they've done um, during this pandemic period. And again, this morning on Christmas, making these last-minute changes. Hey, I want to read to you a scripture from Luke chapter 2. Uh, of course, part of the Christmas story, and whenever you preach on Christmas, whenever you preach on Christmas, whenever I preach on Christmas, whenever we all preach on Christmas, I say that collectively, um, it's the same story, and so it's a, just an encouraging um, message this morning and something that I think that we need to hear and we need to hear again and again and I'll hopefully make that clear why. So Luke chapter 2, I want to read a couple of verses from 16 to 18. It says this, they hurried and they being the shepherds hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph and there was the baby lying in the manger. 
After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. Lord Jesus, we thank you for Christmas Day and we thank you for your word. We thank you that your Holy Spirit can speak to us even this morning on Christmas, even amongst all the things, get-togethers, food, presents, uh, chaos that happens on this day. God, we thank you that in this moment we can still our minds, we can still our hearts and we can listen to your Holy Spirit. We can be encouraged, challenged um, and redeemed in this moment. And we thank you for that in your powerful name. Amen. Don't know how many people got up early this morning getting presents. Yeah, a few of us. By choice. Anyone? Not by choice. Yes. Beauty of kids and Christmas is something I'm learning every year. It just gets more beautiful and more early. Um, I think it will peak and then we'll see a bit of a bell curve at some point, but I don't think that's for at least another decade or so. Um, But this morning we were awake at, I think it was quarter past five for us this morning, um, with um, especially the boys, very excited to see what presents there were and unwrap them. And um, One of the presents that they got this morning was a a shared present. Has anyone got a shared present, like a a gift that was like to your family or to maybe you and somebody else? Um, Shared presents are always a funny thing, aren't they? Because... Ultimately, someone's going to take charge of it. Ultimately, someone's going to be like, you know what, that's mine, or I'm going to be the boss of it. And so we've got our kids a trampoline for Christmas, and it's, I mean, they're they're both sharing at the moment, and that's good, but uh, I know that it will come, it will produce some fights, and um, we'll have to, we'll have to separate them at, at, at different points, and Alana and I want to have a go as well, like we're just like... I know this is for you kids, but secretly, <clears throat> as all parents know, good morning, Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, this idea of shared gifts can sometimes be awkward, and I think sometimes when we hear the message of Christmas and the good news of Jesus, it can be a little bit the same. It can be a little bit like, it's for everyone, so it's not really for me. It's for, like, all of us, so it's, it's sort of... For me, but it's also for everyone. And so when we have these shared gifts, they don't feel as, or they can come across as not as special, not as um, intentional for us because they're sort of a more generic gift or a more general gift. Um, and this morning, I want to talk to, to us about this idea that it's not just a everyone gift, but it's an individual gift as well. And there is no one that this story doesn't apply to. And I think that's the big idea this morning. There's no one that this story doesn't apply to. Sometimes when you get a shared gift, it's like, it's great for those people, but I don't really get much benefit out of it. It's more for them than it is for me. Christmas is not more for someone else than it is for you. In verse 17 here of that passage we just read, it says, after seeing him, after seeing Jesus, the shepherds told everyone, there is no one who this story doesn't apply to. This is for everyone. We all need a saviour and redemption. And when we see this idea that Jesus came for everyone, it can somehow feel like he didn't come for me in the sense that everyone is not really everyone. It's just lots of people. Everyone is not really everyone. It's just lots of people. 
But everyone is you. And John 3.16 says this, For God, this is how God loved the world. He gave his, only, his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Everyone means everyone. It means you. It means that when Jesus came to earth, he thought of you. He knew you'd be hearing this message today. He knew that you'd be either sitting in these seats or watching this stream online. He knew that you would be listening to these words this morning. In 2021, on Christmas Day, he was thinking of you when he came. And this is the great news of Christmas. This is the good news that the angels talked about a little bit earlier in Luke chapter 2. A little bit earlier in Luke chapter 2, verse 10, it says, the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. He's talking to the shepherds. I bring you good news that will be great joy to all people. And so the shepherds told everyone because they were a part of the everyone. If the angels came to the shepherds, then this was for everyone. In the context of this time, angels coming to shepherds in fields at night was a demonstration that this was accessible news. This was for anyone and everyone. The angels didn't come to the rulers or the exclusive people, but he came to the lowly shepherds. One of the reasons Jesus came to earth the way he did was to show this accessibility to all people, to show you that you were welcome, that he came for you. And another way he shows this is in the way that he came. In verse 16 it says, and there was a baby lying in the manger, or lying in a feeding trough, some translations might say. And so he came in the most humble identifiable way possible. I mean, somewhat identifiable. I don't know many people that are born in a feeding trough, but you get the point. He came in a humble situation, in a humble way. Not only did he come for everyone, but he came in a way that shows and demonstrates his incredible love for us. One of the ways that someone with more power or authority over us might demonstrate their love or care or concern for us is to join us in whatever it is that we're doing. I don't know if you've had bosses or teachers or parents or anyone in authority over you. When they come to you and they tell you to do something from a place of authority, it doesn't feel very caring or, cons- or, or loving sometimes. But when they join you in or join in on the, the thing that they don't actually have to do because they, are, they have more authority, they have more power, but when they join you, there is a real sense that you care for me, you love me, you're concerned with me. And this is how Jesus comes to us. He says, I care about you. I love you. It doesn't feel nice when someone with power from a distance just says, I care about you. But then they don't ever join in or don't ever understand what it is that you're going through. It's only when they come and understand, when they come and join you at the table or join you in your pain or the tragedy or the uncertainty or whatever it is, when they join you and they show and demonstrate their love. And Jesus coming as a baby and lying in this feeding trough does just this. He says through his actions, I love you and I care about you. I don't care about my power as much as I care about you. I don't care about my status as much as I care about you. And in Philippians 2, 
that's the, the message of Philippians 2, is that Jesus didn't consider equality, equality with God as something to be grasped. Instead, he became nothing. He humbled himself and became like one of us. He said, I'm willing to give it up to provide for you. I want you to know and feel my love for you. The most humble of circumstances to the most humble of people. The message of Christmas. Coming to shepherds, born in a feeding trough. And then in verse 18 of this verses that we read in Luke 2, it says, All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. And I think they were astonished for a number of different reasons. One, they were just astonished that the saviour of the world had been born. But I think another reason they were astonished is because of the way he was born and who he was, um, and, and how come the shepherds were told about it and not anybody else. Like, it's just astonishing on so many different levels, this, the whole Christmas story. There are so many unusual aspects of the story, the people involved, the circumstances in which they unfold. Shepherds weren't, as I mentioned, who God would come to. Mary wasn't who God would come through. This whole thing doesn't make a lot of sense. But Jesus coming for you and for me doesn't make much sense either. Jesus dying instead of you doesn't make much sense. Jesus offering freedom and salvation for you and for me, it doesn't make much sense. But this is the good news that the angels talked about. The good news that is to be heard and is to be told. And it is for you and it is for everyone. So the angel said, let's read verse 10 again. The angel said, don't be afraid, I bring you good news that will be great joy to all people. I don't know how you've gone over the last two years listening to the news, tuning into the news, trying to tune out from the news. Uh, I think with social media, with the internet, it's just, there's more news than we could ever handle um, in our lifetime, I think. It's just... Maybe some of us who were born before the internet um, remember a time where it was waiting for the paper delivery to work out what had happened the previous week, and so you're sort of catching up, but you're a few days behind, um, depending on how quickly journalists could get to the story and, and figure out what had happened and, and report it. But now it's instant. As soon as something happens, there's a breaking news, and, and I feel like there's breaking news every hour on, on news channels these days. And so you sort of tune out from that idea of there's anything important because it's all important and then when everything's important, nothing's important. But news is something that we hear, but it's also something that we tell. And there's some news that we choose to hear and there's some news that we choose not to hear. You can hear a news report maybe on the TV or on your, on your phone or on, on your computer, wherever you, you get your news from, and you can hear them start to begin the story and you think, oh, I don't want to hear this. I'm not interested in that. And so you, you either turn it off or you tune out, you go and um, do something else, take the rubbish out or something else, and you say, I'm not interested in hearing that news. But there's some news that really, it begins and you think, wow, I've got to listen to this. I've got to hear what this is about. And then when you hear it, then you feel like, I've got to tell someone about this. Have you ever had that where you've heard something on the news and you're like, probably people already know this, but I feel like I still need to tell someone about what I've just heard. And then you go to tell someone, they're like, yeah, I already know about it. Because 
social media. Anyway, um, and so we hear and we tell. We listen and we tell the news that is good to us or significant to us. And the other news that we hear that isn't significant, we don't tell and we don't listen to. This Christmas good news, the good news that the angels talked about, is great joy to all people. It's meant for you to hear and it's meant for you to tell. This should be news that we tune into every time we hear it, every time it's told. Our inkling should be to, to, to lean in and go, wow, isn't this good news? Isn't this good news? And then, like we do with other good news, we go and echo it to somebody else. This is what the shepherds did. They heard it and they told it. In Luke 2 verse 17, it says, After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened. And listen to this. And what the angel had said to them about this child. I think it's incredible that the the shepherds didn't just say what they saw, but they say what they heard as well. Sometimes we can think, oh, I wasn't at that original Christmas, so the good news is not as good to me as it was to the shepherds. But what the shepherds, and you can see it uh, repeated in Luke chapter 2, this idea of hearing and telling, what is more significant about what they saw is what they heard. They told what they heard. Listen further in um, verse 18, and we'll read down to verse 20. It said, All um, who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept these things in her heart and thought about them often. And the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. They went back glorifying God first for all they had heard. Because it was just as what was told them. This is the good news. Good news is what we hear. News is something that we listen to. And the, the gospel, which translate as good news, is something that we hear. But it's not just something that we hear. It's also something that we tell. And so my message this morning for this Christmas is that there is good news for you. There is good news for you to hear and there is good news for you to tell. It is good news and it brings great joy to all people. And so whether this morning you feel like I'm not part of the everyone, the gift feels a bit too generic, it's more for someone else than it is for me. The good news for you this morning is it is for you. There is good news in Jesus for you. But it's not just for you. It's not your gift just to hoard yourself and say, I'm just going to, I'm going to take charge of this one. It's all for me. This box of favourites, I know it's for our family, but I'm going to make sure I get all the, what's the good ones in the box of favourites? Cherry ripes? Yes. Good answer. I'm going to take all the cherry ripes and then everyone else can have their pickings. It's good news for all people. It's not meant to be just kept to yourself. You're not supposed to just put it under your pillow and then eat them all at night. It's for all people. It's a gift that is for everyone. So this morning, my encouragement is this. There is good news for you, but it's not just for you. It's good news to be heard, but it's also good news to tell. And this is good news that should be on repeat, not just on Christmas Day, 
not just on a Sunday, but every day. Every time we open our eyes, every time we interact with people, it should be good news to hear and good news to tell. And it's one of these stories and one of these news stories that gets more good, increasingly good, the more you tell it and the more you hear it. It's one of these stories that grows uh, your joy and grows your satisfaction in life and grows your fulfillment. It is good news on so many levels. And so this morning, this is what Christmas is about. It's about these good news, to hear and to tell. And so before you go to your Christmas lunch, before you open some more presents, I want you to take a moment, wherever you are, whether you're in the room or whether you're online this morning, just to still your heart and say, Holy Spirit, remind me of this good news. Remind me that it's for me. There is nothing better you could do this Christmas. It's going to be better than anything you eat or better than anything you get wrapped up in a, some wrapping paper today. The good news of Jesus is the best thing that you could hear this morning. So, Lord Jesus, we do thank you for this great, great news. And we thank you that it is for us. It is for everyone. It's for all people. And, God, we pray this morning that you would make it real for us in our own hearts. God, that you would help us to see that you love us, that you care for us, that Christmas is for us as much as it is for anybody else. But God, I pray that the good news would resonate so deeply in our hearts that it would echo in our words. It would echo in our life that we would be carriers of the good news, that we would be like these shepherds who heard the great news and then told the great news. And God, we pray that as we go into 2022, God, that this would be the story that resonates most deeply for us. This would be the thing that we echo more than anything else and that you would use it to bring more people towards yourself. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Whether you're in here or whether you've chosen to stay home this morning, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And as Lauren said, there's no service tomorrow. And if you can't work out what day it is, today is Saturday. Tomorrow is Sunday. And then every other day after that, it feels like Saturday or Sunday or take track, try to count the days and then we'll be back the following Sunday um, in eight days time on the 2nd of January and we'll be in a new year by then and uh, we'll see you then at 10am either in the room or um, online. So have a great Christmas. Thanks for joining us.